Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. And Tim, it's episode 101. Not not as not as good a ring as episode 100. No, easily the worst highway from where I live, too. So Yeah, I, th- I think we're going to go back to not counting our episode numbers anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait for episode 405. <laughs> there you go. Or 495. Am I right? Am I right, New England? We forgot to shout out 93. I got to stop. Um, <laughs> hey, we got some. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's. <laughs> wow. It's like that now. This is this is what the next 100 is. It's you punking me with the yeah. sound. Punch. <laughs> hey, all right. I'm here for it. And we're back. And I'm here for some W's, baby. We got a few of them. Yeah, I mean, we got some stuff to talk about this week, thankfully. I mean, we got some Bruins stuff. We got some Celtics stuff. Uh, we haven't talked about the Celtics trades or pickups yet, I don't think. Have we? Did we the talk about that last trade? week? Yeah, I think we did. Okay. The well, uh, Bull Bull. Yeah, well, let's just reiterate. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean. It happened. Yeah. It happened. We traded a guy who hasn't played at all even really in garbage minutes for a guy who has a ceiling of being a role player in PJ Dozier, who's played for us before and taking a flyer on bowl bowl. I'm in, I still think it's a win for Brad. It's, it's oh, not really doing anything. We did talk about this last week because you yeah. are ready to trade Marcus smart. You're like, get him I, out of here. I, I hate him. Okay. He no, is the see. worst player on the team. He has to go immediately. You don't. You've, it's clear you don't fully <laughs> review our uh, guys. We figured out how to not have to cut this together, and you know, Andrew just Andrew's now doesn't have to listen to this all the way through time and time again. So, uh, so he's able to rewrite history in his head. And uh, listen, I'm I'm tired, man. I stayed up real late last night watching the Bruins game. So, I mean, not me. I just got to see him at a normal time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, no, it's uh, but yeah, no. I mean, you want Marcus Smart out? That's a fact. You said I'm get him out of here. Entertain. I'm willing to entertain <laughs> ideas regarding Marcus Smart. And then I think you said I'll only trade him for LeBron James. Well, that's the only fair trade. Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the Instagram. We have no idea who runs this, but the Marcus Smart Instagram. <laughs> shout out Complete to troll account. Meme. Yeah, <laughs> complete troll account. There's one photo where it's like Marcus, it's like uh, MJ, Kobe, and LeBron, like all taking jump shots, and then like above them in the clouds, <laughs> like through lightning, is Marcus Smart. <laughs> it is. We're gonna have uh, to find out who else. runs it. We yeah, and get them on. Yeah, I want to know how they actually feel because it's such a troll account that it's. I, I'm sure they've been on your side of he can go for. <laughs> quite some time yeah yeah maybe not it almost just seems too good yeah. oh man i listen I'm, I'm willing to entertain the ideas i still think he's the heart and soul of the celtics but whoa right now he's not doing it it's not working out he's you know he's passing the ball it's better but he still thinks he's supposed to shoot more than he really is and um you know a ball dominant point guard would be fantastic but i, I don't know who that is and we're hearing there's interest from Utah, and there's a guy who's over in Utah who knows Marcus Smart pretty well. His name's Danny Ainge. He's over there now. So 
That's interesting. I mean, that's not surprising to me at all, just because it's it's Danny Ainge over there. So obviously he's gonna if he's gonna make a trade to the with the Celtics, he's gonna want to pull somebody that he knows. Like, although he, brought, I'm sure he knows every player on the team very well. So, no, I mean, not necessarily at this point. Yeah, you know, I guess, it's but it's not like he was fa- gone that long ago. No, yeah, um, he knows a lot of them, but you know, I think the only fair trade there is, you know, said Marcus Smart, maybe a first round pick, probably a second round pick for uh, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> still, still very surprising to me, by the way, that he's there. That that uh, Danny Ainge is over there. Well, his son's been there. Well, it's not It's not so much that. It was like I kind of expected him, if he was going to step away from the Celtics, to just be done. Like, it's not like he's – I'm not saying he's old, old think, or anything. I, but. Think he, I think he lives in Utah most of the time, has a house there, now wants to full-on live there. So now he's like, why not get paid while I'm doing it? Dude, yeah, this this is his retirement. Yeah. Literally, I, I fully believe that. He's going to a contending team and trying to just help tighten it up and – bring a championship to Salt Lake City it's I feel like I I agree with you but but just through a different lens I think this is his retirement have you ever been to Utah I have not I've always wanted I've driven through a corner of it but I've never I I hit a rest stop I've never I I wouldn't call that going to Utah yeah um not very far from me over here a lot of people do go um you know hear great things about the skiing I want to I want to kind of you know Hopefully, try to achieve Sundance and then go. You know, trying to trying to really earn a reason to go to Utah. So. If if not, we should plan. You know, let's go see the Celtics play out there. I would. I mean, Vivint seems like a fun arena. Outside of, I hate Salt Lake City fans, but it would be fun to talk shit to them for a night. So yeah, I'm in. Do you think they could manage? Do you think that they would do well with a hockey team? Man, it's a winter city to me. Like, in my head, I always picture Salt Lake City with snow on the ground. Yeah. You know, or Park Slope or anything like that. I mean, and I got to think they do a lot better than Phoenix. And Phoenix still seems to have somewhat of a following. Well, speaking yeah. of that, did you hear the news about them today? No. That they are looking to move to a new arena because they're done at wherever they're at this year um, after the season. And the new arena is are they on. not at the same spot as... Um, the Suns. Where I don't know where they play. Maybe it just switched names. It used to be Talking Stick, and now it's, or maybe now it's Talking Stick or something. Um, but yeah, I have no idea. So they're uh, they're talking I about moving that. to a college that only holds five thousand people. So they'll finally get to see some sold out games, I would think. But. Imagine having an NHL team that their cap is 5,000. Like, it's time to move on. I agree, but but God, is that fun. I'd love to, to go see the Bruins in a 5,000 cap room. Me too, but don't you think that it would get to the point where tickets would be through the roof because people are like, well, I want to go to this. And How the hell are you going to film it? <laughs> well, it's at a, yeah. like I said, I think it's at a college arena, so it must be equipped yeah. for something, but... Not NHL. That's weird. Such a weird announcement. Yeah, yeah that team got moved. Go to Utah. I don't know if it's official, but I, I mean it, that that was the thing that had come out today about them moving to. Um, what were the big rumors last time uh, we all talked about how um, Phoenix shouldn't have a team? 
Where were they going to go? Um, there were was that a few, to Seattle? Uh, no, it, I think it was... That's a good question, actually. I forget exactly. I forget, too. Because I'm getting like it a little a, bit mixed up with Canadian the NFL. Team. Quebec yeah. City, yep. Um, yeah. I forget. Yeah, there was another one. I forget exactly where. But the I keep getting it confused with the NFL because they were talking about, like, Mexico's... Uh, uh, New Mexico or Mexico City or so, uh, somewhere, and then I don't know, man. I it just I uh, where would where can you see another NHL team going that would make sense? Um, like like being realistic. Hartford's not a thing. It's not going to work out there. It's not. It probably isn't going to yeah. work out in like Quebec. Obviously, it's Canada, but Quebec City is. Um it would work, uh, but you know, it's just like it would work because it's hockey in Canada. It would work in the same sense that Winnipeg works. But Ottawa's not and really it, working right now. That and that 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 I don't understand. I mean, that is a franchise issue to me. Yeah, it's been. I mean, was there any trouble with fans with them during the Spezza era and stuff like that? I don't. I don't probably I don't not with Carlson and yeah, yeah. Probably not. So that's 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 interesting. Um, but no, I I can't I can't really think of another market. I mean, this oh Houston, Texas, I don't know. Houston was That's an option, saying. which wouldn't Houston, I don't think would be good. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know I don't know how Dallas does. I'll be honest. I haven't t- Texas hockey. I have not thought of. I just don't think that they need another team there. No, I I agree. Um, I mean, what, what are we at now? 30, 32. 32. God, how much bigger are we going to get? Well, or it could potentially just be a relocation. Could be a relocation. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I listen, yeah, I Wisconsin. agree Hartford's not going to work, but Hartford makes more sense than, uh, you know. Um, Houston. Phoenix, where they are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Salt Lake I like. I, I like Salt Lake. That could be cool. I, I Yeah, I, I like that idea. Um, especially like a nice easy shift up like that. I'd imagine they maybe already have a lot of the same fans if there are in the Utah. I got to imagine Utah pulls for, or maybe the Knights now. I don't know. Go back to Atlanta. Atlanta being done is still weird. Do you think in our lifetimes we'll ever see another Atlanta-based NHL team? I don't think so. I, and I, to be honest with you, I don't think that they did that bad as far as, um, like, as a team. Not not fans-wise. I think, like, as a team, they actually were okay. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they were better than Seattle, I think. But um, it's just one year. We, I, I'm not really, like, I'm not saying that Seattle's going to be, like, this way forever. But Right. What about a team in, like, New Orleans? I love the idea of it. I, I don't just know don't know if do. it's a hockey town. Yeah. You know. Feels I don't I don't really understand their basketball. I feel like when the when that team's good they do well. I don't know how those games go nowadays. Where they are bad and their star athlete is overweight. Um <laughs> I feel like we could just talk about talk through all the potential places for teams for an hour anyway. I could do. I think that's an interesting conversation. I think so too. But uh, Salt Lake, the Salt Lake City 
That uh, could be cool. Bring the Thrashers back. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Salt Lake City Thrashers. That sounds like good. That. Completely rebrand it, though. I don't think Atlanta did the Thrasher name well or the color scheme. I didn't really understand that. But yeah. I like the name as a hockey name. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. There we go. We just we, we just <laughs> we just made a new NHL team. This is like NHL twenty two. Damn. Can you do expansion drafts on that? That's what I've been doing in two K. I'm sure you can. Dude, there's like downloading this is the weirdest part about two K right now is that you can download these like teams from the internet and some people make these incredible courts and teams and they, they'll mimic colleges perfectly and all this stuff and some people just like put like a a porn photo as the logo somehow. <laughs> And then so like the middle of the court is like the porn logo and like they'll put it on the jerseys and stuff. It's just like a topless girl. It's just it's so people weird. have too much time on their hands. It's so it's weird. a video game, man. And it's just it's so strange. Like what what inspired you to do that? I don't I don't know. Whatever. Boredom I don't, trolling. I, boredom. Yeah. I actually don't want to know what inspired you. That's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a question I don't want to ask. <laughs> You're probably yeah, whatever. Oh, anyways, <laughs> little two K tidbit for everybody. Yeah, in case you're wondering, in case you're looking. Yeah, air the crickets again. Those are unique crickets. <laughs> they don't they don't sound like your average crickets. It sounds like they're cheering for me. I don't know. It sounds like the opposite to me. <laughs> All right, whatever. Well, let's talk about the positive stuff we have because we actually have positive stuff to talk about this week, kind of. I got something yeah. I'm angry about, but I'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, okay. Let's start with the Celtics. What do we got that's positive for the Celtics? Uh, I think well, I think it's going pretty good. Dare I say? It's look. It's looking like a. It's looking like an okay week, is what I'll say. We uh, we within the since the last time we recorded had a very boneheaded loss. Followed by a solid win, followed by a thrashing, if you will. Nice. Uh, Callback. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm waving to both sides of my bedroom, but just the walls and my cat. Thank you. Um, Blew it to Portland, who's 29th in defense, didn't score in the last seven minutes and 21 seconds until, I believe, Jalen Brown hit a free throw. Seven minutes from scoring to lose that game by four. Blew a lead. Couldn't get a, a basket. Nauseating, uh, you know, loss in the last seven days. But then Sunday at Washington, commanding win. Jason Tatum drops 51. Is that good? Uh, uh, let me try. Um, calculator. Just one, two, three. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's actually really I good. That's a good sign. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. So on the road at Washington, I think that's a big win. Some people scoffing at it. Listen, the Wizards have been better than us this year, both in the standings and on the court, it feels like. So I'll take that win. And then, you know, they they kind of blew it on Tuesday, our, as our guy Green Runs Deep pointed out. You know, they had the biggest lead in Celtics franchise history at 60 points. But they were unable to hold on to that, and they only won by 53. So... 128 to 75 <laughs> is that good? Yes. Confirmed. That one's good. Okay. And and then Jalen Brown, 23 minutes, 30 points, 3 assists, 10 rebounds on 11 of 19 shooting, 5 of 12 from 3. Is that good? Yes. 
And then and then this this is another one. Uh, thirteen points, four assists, seventeen rebounds for Bob Bill. Is that good? Six of eight shooting, by the way, for that dude. He's a he's a beast, man. Not only two blocks in that, three steals for the big man. Ooh. No one no one touched that. No one touched that number in the game. And then thirty-six points, six assists, four rebounds on fourteen of twenty-three shooting, seven of fourteen from three, sixteen in his last two games for Jason Tatum. Is that good? You lo- you love to see it, don't you? Plus thirty-six for Tatum, plus thirty-six for Smart. Plus thirty five for Jalen, plus forty two for Robert Williams the third. Monster game. And after, you know, Portland, I was ready to lose. <laughs> well, okay, so but but this is the thing that's frustrating about this team, is because like look at this potential here and look at what happens when all of these guys are playing well or play well in a in a game. And it shows you what they're capable of, and then the next game they'll they'll lose by, you know, I don't care if it's a buzzer beater or if it's twenty points. Like, it's just so frustrating to watch because you get so hyped up because you see all of this going down, fifty points and all if these rebounds team, and steals and team, it, it's yeah. brutal. If this team closes if this team closes out tight games, like if you look at our close game record, um. It's a, it's a different season. It really is. Even with this team and with how much we've complained and how much, you know, Brad's still ready to make moves. But, you know, I hope they're playing a little bit of chess and not checkers up there. And they see that, like, if they can start to turn this around as they're doing, Celtics have won the best defensive ratings since the new year. Uh, you know, offense still up and down. But when, you know, when one or two of the Jays are on, it's, it's looking like a win. Um, you know, just... Things are starting to come together a little bit. I think as fans, we are all cautiously is almost not even the word for our optimism, which what we've <laughs> seen. You know, it's almost it's feel, it still feels foolishly uh, optimistic stepping into whatever tomorrow is. But I don't know. It feels really good right now. And I think one thing has been made clear in the last two weeks and has there's a there's a big sect of NBA Twitter and just NBA fans and especially Boston and and you know I'm sure it's still I'm sure you know uh, the the sports hub is still obnoxious with it but you know do not split these guys up what do you what is this conversation let's stop talking about it and I feel like that that conversation has dulled it'll be back we know it'll be back but maybe not maybe maybe they keep silencing those people and we start to see that hey why don't we just try to get more people who can shoot around them some of the names were rumored to be in on i don't understand um and again andrew andrew yes again just i'm willing to entertain yes good marcus smart ideas okay that's it it. all right i'm not active like and again (laughs) the other guy the other two guys i want off that list i know robert williams is an untouchable as well but Josh Richardson, man, he can. If we're gonna get rid of Marcus Smart, we can't get rid of Josh Richardson. That's my opinion. I think, I, I think that there's three untouchables on the team right now. It's Brown, Tatum, and Robert Williams. But I mean that, and that's the fact. That's the reported fact. Yeah. I just think if you're gonna, 
I, I, I get hearing deals on them, but I don't think you can lose both of those top tier perimeter defenders. You know, Marcus obviously being the better of the two, but Josh Richardson and being able to bring somewhat of a, a point spark off the bench of late. You know what's unfortunate too is that like like you said, some of these games were so close or we lost by a buzzer beater or whatever it was or in overtime. It's like if we had won a handful of those games and we were in a much better spot in the standings, I think that we'd be playing better as well too because the confidence would be through the roof because I know that confidence goes a long way, especially for Tatum. Like I, I, I understand like it goes great for everyone, but for some reason I think that Tatum really needs to have his confidence super high in order for him to play well. I agree, um, but he hit he hit a low this this same week. I think part of the Portland game was the second half where he he went zero for twenty one over the course of two games, and then he got sixteen um, on over fifty percent on both nights. So somewhere it's got to be somewhere in the sixties sixty percent range shooting from three. So I'm seeing that. I guess you know, like he's got to be on and on a roll. But he bottomed out a little bit, and he was the only guy who was going to pick himself up by his bootstraps. And I think he's got a team around him who says, don't think, keep shooting. And that's the right environment. That's that's how he's going to get through it. This team seems to be, like, to me, they're passing the eye test of a team. Uh, we're seeing less and less of the heroic uh, ISO at the end of the game that that kills us. And, and, and I'm starting to see the ball move. And... I don't know. I, I see glimpses of what can be and what can exist. Can they keep it going? It only took some God, players being so. called out like six times for that to change. This team is so in the media. Yeah. I guess Marcus Smart pulled a lot of people aside and inv- in individually told them he loves them a lot, um, which I love. Uh, but did because that he thought result? he was going to get traded. Cause, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. If, if that's what it takes, then great, because it just does feel like there's been an ego elephant in the room for a bit and um it'd be nice if when i hear that that makes me feel like marcus knows his role more you know yeah i mean i think he heard you talking about how you wanted him out Tatum keep shooting and everything oh man yeah i'm (laughs) I'm the last guy in his corner yeah me and marcus smart on instagram (laughs) oh boy but yeah um i don't know i like what i'm seeing you feeling Making confident going into that, next week? Here's the thing. We we have what once a week for like the next four weeks wrapped around the All-Star break, we have a massive nationally televised game. Um, this week's being Atlanta on Friday night, I believe is on NBA TV, followed by NBA TV on Monday against the Heat. And then the Charlotte after that, not a nationally televised game, but that's one for each week there. Then the week after that, uh, Brooklyn on TNT, then Philly on TNT, then the All-Star break, and we're back with Brooklyn on TNT on Thursday. This, that's, I talk, let's talk after the All-Star break. Let's talk, you know, that's that's when I'll, you'll, we'll see how we feel. I know Brooklyn's beat up and whatnot. Let's see how this team performs on national television in games that they need to win now. Okay, I I mean I'll 
I'll I'll circle back. We'll be I'll be asking you again after the All Star break how you're feeling. But four nationally televised games in the next four weeks. This Massive. is a, this is a perfect segue because I have an issue with TNT. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm I'm out. I'm out on TNT. Out. I'm out. I I like the 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 panel that they have and the people that they have. As far as them actually putting the games on TNT, I'm out. Okay. Last this night happened. Last night, yeah. Yeah. So last night the being game Wednesday for those of you listening. being Wednesday the game was supposed to start or puck drop was supposed to be 10 p.m. which give or take a few minutes because anthem and all that kind of stuff and it's fair but it's like they pushed the start time to 10:22 I believe is what they said exactly. Oh, they do the same thing with the NBA because they wanted the other game to finish first. I can be so late to a TNT broadcast at uh, the Crypt. So late. There was still, there was still like eight minutes left on the clock before the other game was over, which we all know isn't actually eight minutes. There's no way that it's just gonna, you know, there would have to be no stoppage in play, and everything would have to go perfectly, and that's just not how it works in sports. But so they put the game on True TV. They bumped Impractical Jokers. Shout out Impractical Jokers. Um, obviously, everybody from that show is listening. So, uh, oh but they bumped it so that they could put the game on there. I never thought I'd be watching the Bruins on True TV, but here I am. And then, about ten minutes into the game, they go up. Oh, time to switch back over to TNT. So I had to switch back over to that, and it's a nightmare. Like just, just let me watch it on Nesson or whatever. Like this whole new thing that they're doing. With Hulu and ESPN Plus and TNT and and listen, I think all that's great, but I but you're right. Like it's not why, growing why the game. There, it's hurting. no to to for, to force people to watch national is is ridiculous. Like they don't do that for the NBA. Mike Mike Breen calls the Knicks games right. Last night the Knicks played the ESPN game, and Mike Breen was there. Like we know, sorry, we know Mike Breen, who does infamously does the ESPN games. He also does the Knicks. I'm sorry if I, I don't know, I don't know if that made sense. I, I want to make sure everyone's on the same page here. Whatever. He's called the game last night for MSG. He was there in the building working. Still didn't do the national slot. Did did the MSG slot. That's how it should be. That's right. how it. Like Jack and Breck should have been there. Whoever the hell the local guys for uh, Denver, Colorado, should have been there. I well, mean, I wonder if they got someone we know. Well, that's the other like thing Adam too, Foot is that or like Joe Sackick. Nesson isn't isn't traveling for games. Period. Period. They are doing it out of a, a studio in Watertown. Oh, but still, that doesn't matter. No, but I'm just telling you, like they're doing away games. Right, they are doing away matter. games, but they, still, they, I mean, I don't know, man. This they, is just they, the bottom line is they should be broadcasting, like I know in the building, whatever. This they should is just be broadcasting a mess to the me. game. In, yeah, listen, I, 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 I don't think it's a mess. I think it's a stupid idea. I, just undo it. Make the local allow the local teams to like. I still won't be able to watch a local feed during that. You know, like through the apps, they still make you find a way to watch the national yeah so you've already got that crowd out but don't punish the person who owns nesson and and has like a television subscription and make them go to tnt sure they have tnt but like 
I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's, it's stupid. It's it, and it's and, and I'm sure you're not the only person who's pissed about it. No, it's just frustrating. But and they didn't even have Gretzky on. You're gonna make me watch TNT and Gretzky's not on the panel. Yeah, seriously. The hell is that? Um, but I am. I, you know, I'm. I'm. Okay, look. That wasn't the only thing that I'm mad about. I said I was mad about something, and I told you I would get into it at the end of this, or or later on in the episode. No, yeah, TNT was just a nice pissed off segue. Yeah, that was just the the appetizer because I'm I'm here to talk about the other thing that I'm mad about, and that's the Bruins game last night. Okay, did you watch the game? I did. Okay, so the Bruins played very loved, well against loved a, the first two periods. Played very well against a very very good team. One of the best teams in the league. Sure. We should acknowledge that um, all but two minutes and 59 seconds of that game uh, were them down not only a winger, uh, but Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, the best player on their team and one of the top players in the entire league. Worth acknowledging. Nice to see Brad out there after the little potential scare. Uh, So... The Bruins played well. I was very happy. I think Olmark let up some goals that I wasn't exactly happy about, but I can I can be okay with some of them. Yeah. Uh, he's tonight. been playing better than Tuca, which we will talk about too. But the fact that all we had to do last night to close out that game was clear the puck out of the zone at the end of the game. So they tied it up with 40 seconds remaining. Bergeron gave a pass to Marchand in the in the center or in the middle of the ice, and he couldn't clear the puck. They get it back. They pass it. Super nice pass. Great goal. Never going to save it in a million years. But it's frustrating because they play that whole game. They they allow three unanswered goals to to lose the game because they were up three yeah. to one. Well, and, they score three unanswered too because right Colorado scored first, didn't they? Yes. So, but it, it, those are the types of games that you have to close out, and yeah. with forty seconds left, it shouldn't you be can't that hand hard. that momentum right back. No, and to, I knew to, I knew that to, they were going to tie it up. Yeah, but still, you got to close it out in the end. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we're trotting out there in the overtime. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes I don't. And but yeah, it shouldn't get to overtime. I don't. Know. The, the frustrating, frustrating loss. Proud of how we were played. Glad we got a point out of it, but. Yeah, feels like a, a game, a blown. It is a blown game. Sorry, you let up three goals in a row and lose. You blew the game, <laughs> especially against a team that has won. I think they said sixteen games in a row at home. Like you, you should have won that game and ended that streak for them. Hundred percent. It's just it's frustrating because we we had the two points left there with at least one point, which I'm happy about, but. I mean, I'm I'm very happy that we actually showed that we can hang with a team of that, you know, that skill level. Because we have a ton of skill, too. Like, don't get me wrong, but we have our flaws. We've talked about this before. Our defense is lacking desperately. And secondary scoring has been shaky, but coming around. So I'm happy with the, the way that we played. But they got to close that game out. And it, it, it was so frustrating. And it's even more... Look, I, I'm just saying this because I'm a fan, but it's frustrating to stay up all like that late. Game didn't end till like 1:30 in the morning on on the East Coast, you know, to see them lose when you thought that they were going to win. Like, look, I, I'm not being like they should have won that game. I would have won that game if I was out there. All I would have done was 
pass the puck past the blue line. It's not what I'm saying. It's just, you know, it makes for a uh, – it's more frustrating when you stay up super late and then can't pull out a game that you thought you had in the bag. But is what it is. I mean, they yeah. got a, they got a point out of it. That's good. And they really need to play well against Arizona um, on Friday. And I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Tuca goes in, or do you think do you think Omar plays again? Listen, man, I think you you got to figure out how to get Tuca back back in uh, back in net. And I I think yeah, Arizona's the team you do that against. I don't know. You, you gotta. He's gotta. He's gotta go through it. I, I, he's got to be u- useful to this team. We can't. I mean, we can bail. I guess, but I I just don't see that happening. And and further, I mean, he just had a lot of time off. He came out hot. I that that now looks like how did you do that? Um, but he did, and I don't I don't think it's gone. But it's not it's not right now. And I, I I don't think I mean I don't know. Do you send him back down? I don't know. Maybe can you? Is that a ego bruise? I don't know. Is so he too good for that? Is he not going to go down? I don't know. I think that he really would have benefit from those starts in Providence, and I think that I'm I, they Absolutely. should have they and should have done should, that. And, but I, I think the idea that they can't now is silly. Like, I, I, think I they don't think they can, to be honest with you. I don't think that it's... I know. I, know. I, 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 think, I, I think they can't, but I think that's stupid because yeah. he needs it. He right. needs it. He needs some sort of confidence back. And I'm saying do that against the Coyotes by all means. Try to get it against the Coyotes. Try to get it against a lower-tier NHL squad. But, yeah, I mean, in an important game, it's, it's, it's difficult to justify trotting him out there over either of the other two guys. So, there's, I mean, Arizona has, has 10 wins. And then Sunday we play against Dallas, who has 22 wins. We have 24 wins. So, I mean, I definitely think that Tuca has to play on Friday, and he has to play well. If he lets up five yeah. goals against Arizona, there's problems. Like, there's real yeah. problems. Even if we win that game, yeah. So, I think that— I think, I think three goals is, is, a, is a high ceiling for how many goals Arizona should get on. I agree. But, but then again, ceiling. look, look— I, I, this is Arizona, so this shouldn't, you know, that shouldn't happen. But we do have to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt to come back in and get shake the rust off and all that. But right now, these points matter so much that we can't afford to just be dropping games because we're trying to get him back into game shape. Like that, that's why he should have went to Providence, and that why that's why Swayman should have stayed up for at least two games or something. Two or three games down there wouldn't hurt. I just don't understand why they tried to rush it so much. We weren't having a goalie issue when Swayman and Olmark were up here. And I just, I don't understand the rush. I, I agree. Um, I, I don't I don't get the impatience. Um, <clears throat> I, I know Swayman and Olmark didn't really... I don't think either of them really showed up in the way that everyone hoped. Hence, why Tuca's coming back, and that was, there was so so much excitement there, and now there's a little bit of trepidation and let down. And it's like, yeah, I mean, he 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 needed those reps. This is this is silly to think he, he's plug and play at his age. It's just and that amount of time off. It just, I mean, they don't, don't they do it in it. baseball all the time. Like pitchers go down and and. Condition down multiple there. Multiple leagues. Right. Multiple leagues sometimes, you know, double A. So I don't see like, what the problem is and why. Like, I don't know if it's frowned, like, looked down upon or something, or if Tuca felt see, like. See, the, N- the NHL, it's so customary and standard to come back and do that. Yeah. 
And it's just like, what? But why is there? Why is there a specific window that we needed to do it? Now it's disrespectful. It's like it's not working, bro. Especially because we can't. Again, we can't afford you're, you're it. You're getting smoked. Right. You're getting smoked right now. Right. Killing us. In games we need to win. In games we should win. Right. That we're losing because of you. And you know, uh, Cassidy goes out there and he says, you know, we didn't play very good D in front of him. I think that's what you say. It is what you say, but that. at the same time, there... fully, and 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 yes, I do think this team still needs a D man. Yes, but Tuka's losing this game. Like, well, you like, look, you looked at some of those those goals that Tuka let in. He wasn't being screened. They were soft goals. Like there weren't these weren't like pucks that he he wasn't able to see. Like this is something that he should have saved, and he didn't save it. I don't know if it was because he was too slow, or if he thought it was going somewhere else. But this is exactly why you go and you condition down in, in the lower leagues and figure it out. Like when when Swayman went down to Providence, when he got sent down, he was in the top 10 in goals against in in the league. So I don't understand what the rush was. I, I think that they would rather see Providence lose a few games than the Bruins lose a few games. And it really mattered come the end of the year. I mean, we're in the tightest division right now. Everybody is so close, and, it, you know, it's it's not good to be losing some of these games that we either could win or should win, and I don't know. We, we just can't afford it. That's what I keep coming back to, and if, if Tuca plays against Arizona and he lets up three or more goals, people are going to turn on him so fast. They're already mad that he's letting up – he's let up 12 – Goals in three games, which, by the way, is terrible. But if he lets up a bunch of goals against a team that has ten wins, man, I don't even—I don't want to be Cassidy. <clears throat> I don't either. I mean, I don't think Cassidy's going to let him let in five goals against. You know, I think he's yanked after three, depending on what when they come. You if know? he was smart, uh, and I think that he is, but I, you know, he needs to be—he needs to be quick on that. If Tuca lets up two really soft goals in the first period, I think that he has to think about taking him out. Yeah. But then again, you're just going to put him in the next game and you're giving him less reps before that. So right. it's I, it's such a weird situation and it's tough. And I know he's just coming back and we got to give him a little bit of time, but not against teams like not against teams that we need to win against. Arizona, we can't afford to lose that game. We have to win right now, that game. Right now, Bruins are sitting in the final playoff spot, which is wild card spot number two behind the Capitals uh, at 51 points. Capitals are at 55. With four um, games in hand. With four games in hand. Um, yeah, which is great. And, you know, Bruins nine-point nine cushion above the next closest, which is Detroit. Uh, interesting turnaround season for them a bit this year. I didn't, I didn't picture them a, a fringe playoff team, and you know maybe they won't stay there. And then you know Islanders starting to catch fire. Sure, they're far away. Philly, <clears throat> all these other teams on down. There's still two. There's a few serious playoff contenders behind the Bruins, and so it just goes to show like you can't let up. You can't let up on the on the gas pedal. At Not all. to mention, I mean, you you talk about the Islanders. They've only played 36 games. That's insane. Like Florida, right. who's in first place, has played 44. They've almost played 10 more games than them. It's crazy. 
That is, like, if the Islanders go on a hot streak and win 10 games in a row, they're right back in the hunt of everything. Right. I mean, because if you catch them up even as it is, they're at, it's more of a seven-point gap if they won the four-game difference, you know. Anyways, yeah. You can't let off the gas pedal. I know it looks like the Bruins are gearing for the playoffs, and we should be striving for much higher than the wild card, not to mention. Uh, but yeah, this 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 season is is well within their ability to blow. So we need to not do that. Well, the division is is the really tough. <clears throat> the division's so tough, but so is the whole conference. You know, like yeah. Well, it could be worse. We could be Montreal, who only has eight wins, but it's fine. Yeah, but at least they went to the cup last year, dude. You know. Whatever. Go Habs. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, we got a lot people of think that rivalry is dead. That's huh. very funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the same reason I love when people like just say blow up a team four games into a season. Like people said the Suns were, were a fluke four games into this year who are now far and away the best team in the league. <laughs> you know, it's funny uh, that like it, it only takes one incident to re- rekindle like an entire rivalry. Like, oh, yeah. we think that it's kind of dead, and then we play a game against them, and it's, like, really, you know, it's really aggressive the whole game. And it's the same type of thing where, like, if we have a game, if we play a game against the Yankees, the Red Sox, and there's a bench-clearing brawl, it's back on. It's yeah. it's game on. Like, the rivalry's back. Man, yeah, it's never dead to me. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely I not. That. I don't get that. Dude, it's dead. It's been, like, 10 years. 10 years out of what? Yeah, yeah, out of like two hundred, out of like a hundred and fifty. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, get, get out of here. It's not dead. Well, we got a lot Still. to look forward to. We got yeah. some some good games coming up. Uh, got some all star breaks. Some all star uh, breaks. Bergeron <laughs> going to the all star game. Hey, here, here. I'm done. Hey, the, who who is the player who said it though? Said. Uh, Somebody, somebody in the NHL said said how I realized I feel about it. Uh, I'm done with every team getting a player. Yes, I agree. It's crap. It's participation. It's crap. Participation trophy. It's not what it should be. The best of the best should get in. No, no hard feelings. If your team doesn't have a guy who got in, you should look inwards. Okay. Well, then let me ask you this: Do you think that they should limit how many players a team can have? Like for instance, say say Florida well, or Tampa has maybe positions, but not maybe. Okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't cap it like three players total. When there's like three wingers and a D man who did deserve it, you want to cap it with wingers and D man like three and two, fine. Most most of the team can send us five. That's pretty unheard of. Anyway. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't see the need to cap it. I don't. I don't. The, the the best performing players should be at the All Star Weekend. I just I don't know why this is even a debate. You know I don't get that. Capping it fine, but do it something that's not even realistic or relevant. If someone earns it, they shouldn't be punished because there's other players on their own team who are better. Yeah, when like still standing out amongst the rest of the league. It's ridiculous. Like Montreal, eight wins and they have a player going to the All Star game. Absurd. Yeah. Absurd participation. Right. Arizona's sending somebody. Dude, no one on that team should go. They should be sending their like equipment guy because he's the hardest working guy on that team. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. only the only one who is doing all whoever the hard deser- work. Whoever designed the the their nineties alts. Ooh, send, send that guy. Send him, yeah. 
No, nah, but I'm looking forward to it. I like the skills competitions. I like that more than the game, to be honest with you. Me too. Um, for the for the NBA, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of over the the draft. Well, NBA All Star starters actually announced today. Um, zero Celtics. Um, but we didn't expect to be there. Um, Jalen Brown was actually on Jalen Rose's list, which is interesting. But I don't. I think he might not even be an actual All Star, which is. I don't know. He's he's fringe. He should be. He's going to get there again, but we'll see if it's this year. Did they um, release the jerseys yet for that? No, but here's the thing. I'm t- I'm tired of this draft. Like, the East is the powerhouse now. Like the way it, for so many years it was the West, and it was annoying, and it was crazy when the East would win. Let's go back to it. Who cares? These ga- like these games are still blowouts when they draft. Like I like it's just too East versus West. We should just make them all do like a rap battle or something instead. He's wow. first West, dude. LeBron know, has to so do a rap think, battle against I, Tatum. Those are two legitimate things I would add to All Star Weekend. <laughs> I would do because uh, there's there's some legitimate rappers in the NBA. I'd have uh, we'd have to have Miles Bridges versus Drummond because they had some beef earlier this year. <laughs> Dame Lillard's going to have to get in there, um, and then I'm pretty sure P- uh, Mason Plumlee is the most awkward of the bunch. He's going to have to do it. So the four of them do a rap battle, whatever, and then we, we got to add King of the Court, man. The the one on one. Like you just hear the rumors about these one-on-one games that the pros play at All Star Weekend and how insane they are. Televise that shit. I, like, how is there not I, more I injuries it. coming out of All Star Weekend? <laughs> but they're playing it anyway. Yeah, they're doing yeah. it. Put a camera on. I'm not asking for some. I don't know. I guess it would be some big event, but yeah. I uh... no, yeah, you're gonna end look. up getting the quality of like. Remember when they were doing horse or whatever through Zoom. No, dude, I blocked that out. You're going to be getting stuff like that. I got to bring up shit like that. (laughs) I I successfully blocked that out of my head. That was awful. Awful times. Imagine if rap rap battle or like rapping was an Olympic sport where every country has to send a rapper. Wow. What's like close to that? (laughs) Nothing. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. We're we're gonna have to do another episode pretty soon talking about uh, sports that should be in the Olympics that aren't. We're we're gonna have to have an, a whole other episode where we try to defend why rapping's a sport. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? A words per minute thing? Like what do we? Is it is it poetry quality? The language barrier is a huge thing, so the Olympics are gonna be rough. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to plan this out further, dude. I'm you're on your own here. We're gonna get into it at some point. We're gonna talk All about right, it. Fine, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say my piece. Okay. Well, looking forward to the games coming up. Hopefully, we get some more wins coming out of here. All star game. Hopefully, that goes well. Uh, nobody gets hurt. Anything like that. Uh, oh God, please. Looking God. forward to it. I'm excited. No one anywhere. Yeah. Me too. All right. Let's see what these teams got, man. Let's see what these front offices got too. Absolutely. And we will check in next week with more. And yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Stretched.